You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Nick, and we have some crazy and bizarre stuff that goes on at the Disney parks that we want to share with you today. I think when I got started, Nick, this was bigger than I even imagined. Well, you contacted me last week, and you were like, dude, I got a great idea for a, an episode next week, and we should talk about all the crazy things that have happened surrounding the parks. And I immediately jumped on it because I, you know... From the beginning, this podcast was started. They talk about the weird and the strange, but it's kind of morphed into like a, a travel trivia type type of podcast, which I'm cool with and I love it. Right. And news, obviously. So I was ready to jump all over this episode. As always, this episode is sponsored by WaltExpress.com. If you go to their website, you can become a Disney expert on deals, tips, and anything about Disney. Also, if you are looking to book a trip, you could text Nick and I at 407-674-0414 and we would love to help you out. This is a free quote. It doesn't cost you anything. We can give you a quote and hopefully help you plan the most magical trip that you could ever imagine. So Vicki, I pretty much just gathered a whole bunch of testimonies from former cast members and the website that I went to was thoughtcatalog.com and they have this thing where 21 Disney employees basically tell it all, tell the craziest things that they've ever seen at at the parks and it looks like there's an emphasis on disneyland go figure i love disneyland but i didn't know how you wanted to do this do you want to go ahead and start off since it's kind of like uh your episode or do you care no you were pretty excited about it i thought i'd let you kick off with your fa- first and favorite so that i don't steal it from you in case that's the one you're looking at okay so i will kick it off here we go this first one comes from one of colin's favorite attractions it's an attraction in its own right and that is the monorail So as it goes, this former cast member explains that first off, he says there's a lot of crazy things that happens on the monorail. There was basically a bunch of teens were standing on the platform. They started roughhousing, started pushing each other, right? One thing led to another. They started punching each other on the arms. Well, one of the teens missed and hit a family member standing next to them. Not one of their family members, just a family next to him. And it was their 12 year old girl. (sighs) and accidentally clocked her in the face. It took four security guards and two Orange County deputies to like pull this guy because uh, apparently the daughter's father jumped in Oh, I'm sure. And beat the guy to a living pulp. Ooh, bad news. So it took a lot of people to kind of peel them apart from one another. That's so bad. it sounds like, and also in this article, so it sounds like this father went from teenager to teenager. Basically, he beat up one, pushed him into the bushes, and went to the next one. Okay, I understand defending, but 
he is an adult than if they were teenagers. I'm t- I don't know what well, you know, you never know what you're going to do. You know, if no, someone no, were to clock Colin if a teenager were to clock Colin in the face, I'd probably just go just Ballistic. psycho. No, I know. I'm just saying he, he should have stopped with the one teenager because he probably got a lot of charges against him because they were underage, right? I don't know, it's just teenage I guess so. What if you're eighteen? Okay, well you could be nineteen. We'll, we'll just assume they were eighteen. That's not the story I thought you were talking about. Okay. Um Are you gonna go to the story you think I'm are talking you okay? about? Okay, are you okay? with me going to the story about talking about? I, I don't know what you're talking about, though. So, at the bottom of I the I feel like I'm in, like, a Goodfellas movie or something, like well, that story, that thing up north. Sometimes you read my mind, you know? Right. So, so, the TTA. Somebody was at the... There's this lady at the TTA. She's dressed pretty nice, and she's standing down at the ramp to like, go on to the monorail. Like, real nice? Yeah. Like gust of wind blows? Not like Marilyn Monroe. Okay. But... Apparently, she's a very attractive lady. And so she was standing there and the guy that's running the monorail notices that this nice looking guy comes up to her, talks to her for a moment. They go on the monorail and... Oh, then, I thought you were going to say like the dress lifted up because the wind blew the skirt or something. No. Like, okay. So she goes on the monorail and... Don't tell me, dude. He doesn't see them. You know, about an hour later, same lady, same spot. Uh, and same monorail? Yeah. They never got off. Well, the guy eventually got off, but the lady ended up at the same spot she was. Another good-looking guy comes in. She gets on the monorail. She's gone about an hour. She did, And he realized that this woman had a lady of the evening business going on right on the monorail. On the monorail. Days. Yes. Yes. Really? So, um... How would you even catch on to that? I guess There's he, so much going... Know, I know, but you know, you're a guy, and if there's if she was a very attractive woman, and he said she was a very attractive so, woman, but there's families getting in and out of the monorail constantly. You're never really alone. Some people, I don't know. You ever watch How Risky you, Business? Like, <laughs> unless they're kicking people out of the monorail. And I you don't know, and it didn't every, say like, what time of the night it was yeah, or yeah. any of that. Yeah. So. Maybe she just knew when the cars were more empty than others. Who knows? That's She weird. had a clientele that knew when to meet her and where to meet her. And yeah, so I thought that was pretty. That's where I thought you were going. I've always started. wanted to do an episode on Monorail Confessions. Yeah, we should. That'll be our next thing that we Google. Because man, when I Googled this, it went, it blew up and it was bigger than I ever thought it would be. So go ahead. This next story, this has actually happened to me when I was a kid. It was Easter Sunday and uh, eating at Olive Garden with my family. Okay. Uh, the Italian side. Okay. And, or I guess I should say Sicilian side. Okay. Apparently there's a difference. I have yet to figure that out, but apparently there is. Sicily's in Italy, but okay, go ahead. I, right? Well, it's the island. Okay. Right off the boot, the toe okay. of the boot. Anyway, I was left behind at, at the Olive Garden and uh, my father came back to pick me up, I don't know, like 20, 30 minutes later. Same thing happened with this boy in Tomorrowland. A family accidentally left their son there at Space Ranger Spin and a cast member saw this kid he, the kiddo kept going through the rides sort of like your monorail story oh he just keeps riding and he was by himself and it was a small boy and finally a cast member's like what is going on after seeing him go around a couple times sure and uh, finally got him to his parents, but uh, the cast member expressed that they were very upset at the family for leaving the boy at the ride because how could a, you know how could parents do that? Yeah, how could they do that? So I don't know how many were in the family. So I don't know if it was a big family or a small family. Cast member was very upset. Joey said that was torture because that's that cardboard what right, right and spray that paint, so neon yeah. paint. Yeah. So I wonder if he was being bad that day, and they're like, "This is your punishment. You, you have, have to, to ride." Space Ranger Spin. Oh, there's worse rides they could put him on than that. Make him go go to the Country Bears Jubilee, because that's what Joey would think was torture. So, all right. um, we all know that toddlers and babies are not allowed to ride certain rides in the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I think that's where the parent swap program came from this particular story. I think that's where it came from because this lady wanted to ride Space Mountain so badly that she tried to sneak her baby in in a duffel bag onto Space Mountain. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. And so when they went to Cedar and then they put the, she put the duffel bag down on the floor, it started screaming and crying. And that's when they realized that there was a baby. Was this in a black duffel bag? Uh, I think it says Navy. Did it specify? So I think I just came across this episode. Maybe yeah, so. six month old baby. Yes. Oh, my gosh. People, come on. So there was another story that came out of the parks where a lady rented out. You know, I can rent out the lockers. They have medium, small oh, yes. and large size one. Put her dog. I heard this. Inside the large locker. To go ride Splash Mountain? Yes. I was it Splash? So. I believe so. And got caught. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. Like, that's... Putting a kid in a duffel bag is by far probably the, the, the sinful... The most sinful thing you could probably do. But also placing an animal in a locker. I mean, there's no comparison. I get it. But uh, you're talking about a child in a duffel bag. In a duffel bag? Yeah, a six-month-old. I mean, she could have had severe damage with him or her, whoever. Where would you, on put, the floor. Where would you put? Can you put that in front of you? On she put it between her legs. I, I believe that's what the article says. Man. These are crazy people. Anyway, so another thing is, you know, we've talked about this before. You are not allowed to take off the head of your costume no matter what. Extreme heat, lack of air. You pretty much get to die in that costume. Unless you're behind the scenes. Correct. So it's even worse than fainting at a character meet and greet. So one cast member described a moment where he played Dumbo in a parade. If he pulled the head off to do... Oh, wait, sorry. And he knew he was going to throw up. And if he pulled the head off to do so, he was going to lose his job and cause... Um, a few children to have to go to therapy because they would see Dumbo with a person head and that would mess him up. So he threw up right in the head of Dumbo and he said it was so bad that it started pouring out the mouth of Dumbo. He threw up so much that it <laughs> Of Dumbo? He, he was playing the character of Dumbo. I don't think I've ever seen Dumbo in the park. I don't know. This is a... This is Disney World Parade. Isn't he, isn't he in the one? I don't know if I've ever seen. No, I haven't. A but I thought he was a summer parade, and I have seen him in. Keep talking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google this one. Okay, it's fine. So anyway, the puke was going out the mesh-covered holes of the Dumbo mouth, and um, he made it through the parade without having to take his head off. But he claimed that even <laughs> if the character throws up or passes out the throat, nobody um, can ever pull you off the ride. And he thought he should have been pulled off the ride because the kids were like you know freaked out here's Dumbo and things are flying out of his mouth and he here he's supposed to just keep waving and so somebody told him that he was leaking magical flying juice oh my gosh are you kidding me (laughs) that is disgusting no I'm trying I'm pulling up Dumbo and okay so I do I I do see it Dumbo's on stage singing I don't think I've ever seen Dumbo at the park so I could see is there an opening in its mouth yeah he said there's a mesh opening where his mouth is it looks like it and that's what the puke started coming through the holes oh and so um he wasn't allowed to take it off because he didn't want to get lose his job so somebody just said he was leaking magical flying juice that is disgusting <laughs> straight up disgusting yeah. all right so mine here and this one's funny this is doesn't come from a park per se but it comes from the disney retail store in one of the one of the local malls somewhere this cast member goes on to explain that they're in the local mall working at uh the disney store and 
So apparently they have this policy. Within the first 10 seconds, they are supposed to uh, greet the individual, the, the, the guest that comes in, entering the store. Right. And there used to be a game online that kids would play about getting to the back of the store, basically grabbing a stuffed animal from the plush mountains that they would have in the back of the store and get back up front before they're greeted. So online, these kids would talk to each other and say, you know, I've done this in so many seconds where I oh, ran okay. all the way to the back of the store, grabbed one of the plush stuffed animals from the mountain and, and ran to the front of the store. Okay. So I guess social media, really. Um, okay. A kiddo came in, teenager, a girl actually, ran into the store. They had their plush mountain, but it was disguised around the sides of the table where the legs were and everything. So they had a table with the plush mountain on top of it, but they also stacked some around the sides of it. This girl thought it would be funny not only to just take a plushy but to go Plunge head first into, oh, no. into the plushy mountain and she went straight into the legs of the table and knocked herself clean out oh my gosh i thought you're gonna say she like busted her head open so the cast member as the story goes which let's i don't know how much truth there is of this one this person states that they still greeted the woman while she was unconscious oh nice <laughs> right because that was very important at right. that very moment that's hilarious so in 1985, a monorail car tire went flat and the friction caused the car to ignite. And there were about 240 people on the six cars. And they quickly found out that exiting a monorail mid-journey is not an easy job. So um, because the cars are situated on a 30 feet high concrete beams and the people don't want to jump three stories down to try to get out, they had to climb out of the car and get on top of the monorail to avoid the smoke inhalations or the chance of being burned to death because the fire was ignited. And they said that the fire department came with cherry pickers and rescued the passengers. No one died um, and Disney did not try to spin the monorail disaster as a tryout for a new skate plan, the public transportation ride. But you could totally see them doing that. Oh, right. we were just trying it out. But the people had... It was scary for them because they had to hoist each other up onto the top of the monorail waiting for the fire department to arrive. Crazy. This one is from a Disneyland cast member okay. over, working over at Space Mountain. It's another Space Mountain story. And this cast member admits to having horrible gas that day. <laughs> Uncontrollable gas. And it was actually affecting the line of the guests that were in the line. And he says he could hear people actually saying, oh, mother of God, did someone blank their pants? <laughs> Mommy, make it stop. Anyway... I, this cast member had to be super embarrassed, but the cast member goes on saying that it was morbidly satisfying to watch the effect on the audience as they're passing gas. That is disgusting. So the, the cast member was it wasn't it wasn't a visitor, right? No, it was a cast member. Oh man, what'd you eat? Bean burritos? That is awesome. Oh my gosh, that's not my brother would love that story. So CBS reported that in early 2016, a Disney World Animal Kingdom park, an unfortunate death occurred when a wild snake that was not a part of Animal Kingdom that they knew of fell from a tree and bit a young boy. The boy is just fine, but the snake, because the snake was non-venomous. Unfortunately, the boy's grandma was watching. Do you know the story? I think we've talked about this before. Maybe so. She was watching, but she went into cardiac arrest because and she was yes. so freaked out about it. And the park treated the boy with bandages, but his grandma did not make it. This was recent, 2016. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about and this the on the podcast. Did... Okay. Well, the family sued Disney World. Um, but right. they're like, the snake is local Florida serpent. I don't know. What it it could have happened anywhere. Right. It's just like the whole thing when somebody got right. upset because they saw a mouse running across. That's why they have cats. And if someone has a heart attack scene that they obviously had pre-existing conditions. Yeah. That... 
Yeah. Right. But anyway, they well, said she died in Animal Kingdom, even though they're not supposed to say they died. Right. Property. You're not pronounced dead until you're off property. That's right. This story made me laugh, but then puke by the end of the story. Okay. Another cast member. So this was caused by the cast member, just like my last story. This cast member worked at the Indiana Jones Adventure ride. Okay. Which I've been on. That's an amazing ride. Right. One of my favorites besides Matterhorn Mountain bobsled ride okay. at Disneyland. And uh, Monster Inc. ride over in Disneyland California Adventure. That's a good one, too. Anyway, this cast member goes on to explain that this was one of the lowest points in their Disney career ever. He was doing height checks, and this Disneyland cast member says this is where usually a lot of drama breaks out because they want their children to ride the ride. He didn't realize that this person was a little person. Oh, no. He didn't make eye contact. He could just tell from them walking up. And the cast member said, really? Right? To the person? Like, really, are you going to even try? Really? Right. You know, you're walking up here. Really? And then he finally made eye contact and realized it was a small person. Right? A little person. Great. And the mother of this little person went completely lost her mind, went nuts, and started saying, you're racist, you're racist, you know what, you're racist, bleep, 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 bleep. And the ride was temporarily closed. It was shut down. The mother was escorted out of the park, and according to this cast member, banned from the park, so it must have gotten really nasty for them to shut down the ride. Right. And ban her from the park. The cast member tried to explain, because when it was all said and done, the mother was called pulling out, you know, saying you're racist because of my nationality. Oh, okay. And it wasn't over that at all. The cast member tried explaining that even though they didn't they didn't make eye contact, they were sorry. They thought it was just a child walking up and he was saying really to the mother. Right. They're being snarky. But uh, the family took it the other way. Oh, goodness. And so that made me laugh hysterically when I first read this, but then yet my stomach dropped when I saw the last few so sentences. Did he lose his job over that? It doesn't say. It, well, it says it was the most, it was the lowest point in his career. So we can only assume that he still remained employed with Walt Disney. So now we're at Animal Kingdom on the dinosaur ride and a grandma and her grandson are riding this oh so forgettable. Not one of my favorite rides, but I'll get on it if Colin wanted like to. It. What? I like that ride. It's too jerky. Yeah, Brad it is. Like it is way part. too jerky for its ride. It's just like the Indiana Jones ride that we just talked about right. when you're on a Jeep. Indiana Jones ride is much smoother. And you're on an adventure. You feel like you're in the movie. So you should like that. Right. I mean, you're in an adventure with the dinosaur ride, too, but it's just different. My, so, I'm reliving my childhood with Indiana Jones. She had barely gotten into the ride. She realized there was something on the floor of the car that she was in. And it wasn't a big deal. But then she reached down and realized it was a gun. So she immediately gave it to the attendant and they called the police to come to the dinosaur ride. You have something. Holy cow. And I'm just saying, wow. I would be freaking out if I found a gun. So they found the gun's owner. The police did. And it was belonged to Angelo Lista. And he was somebody that was in the park because obviously they have the magic band. So they know that he had checked in. And um, he seemed pretty chill about the whole thing. And he claimed he didn't know he wasn't allowed to bring guns into the park. And so the security searched his bags. and um, But he thought that, that he was going to find bodies and such but he didn't and he said people like this are why shampoo bottles have instructions that tell you not to eat shampoo because just because it doesn't say don't bring a gun or they're not posted everywhere don't bring guns you should know don't bring guns right so since then um it's not like you're going on a safari where you're gonna right because they were saying catch you a zebra that gun was loaded so had that lady Whoa. not have found it, they were talking about, you just said how jerky that ride is. It could have easily went off and nah, shot people. it wouldn't have. I mean, you have to pull the trigger and so many pounds of pressure have to be pressed onto that trigger for that to wow. go. 
Regardless. And you have the safety issues, the safety on, is it off? Regardless, was there one in the chamber? A lot of factors there. But regardless, the gun should not have been there. Right. Well, and they said because it's so jerky, they didn't know if it could have, you know, went off during the ride. So they were found. They were glad the lady found it. And so that is why now people have to go through metal de- detectors going to the park because people can't be trusted not to. Here's a funny way. story for you. Okay. Cinder Royals Royal Table over at Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom. I know this story. <laughs> oh, this is a great it's story. It's bad. This is awesome. I would have loved to have been eating dinner that night to see that. This cast member is working in the kitchen at Cinder Royals Royal Table, Cinderella's Castle. When a family of four came to their dinner, about halfway through the dinner, as it goes, the husband, I love how the cast member wrote this, politely stands up and taps his glass to get their attention. So I assume took some of the silverware, you know, ding, 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 got their attention. And then he announces that his wife of 15 years has been cheating on him for over a year. Yep. The entire place stood in shock and in silence. Like everything went dead. Silent. They left her there. Everything went dead. Silence. He motioned for his kids. He paid the waitress and then left his wife at the table crying. Crying. Yep. And she should have been crying. Oh, my gosh. That not that nuts? That's like a soap opera. I know, right? Could you imagine stand up? <clears throat> Excuse me. Ding, ding, ding. She thinks, oh, he's going to. I know. They'll make an announcement. to our 15th anniversary. I wonder if she knew if they've been having troubles and they're trying to work it out and they both knew, you know, the troubles or if this was something that totally caught her off guard. I thought it was off guard, you know. And that she's just sitting there stunned. I will not say the name of the, a teacher, but there was a teacher at our school at one time and her husband said, no third child, no third child. She just decided to have the third child anyway. And on their 20th anniversary, for real. Wow. Took her out to dinner, bought her roses. The food came and he served her with divorce papers. (gasps) What? For real. I'm not kidding. So I think this happens more than you realize. When I... Was I with the school district um, at the you time? Know, you know the teacher, but... Okay, tell um, me when we're done recording. I will tell you when we are done recording, but it was so embarrassing. I felt so bad for her. So usually when Disney World casts an actor to play one of their favorite heroes, they don't insist on them actually being able to save a life if that is the intention of the character. And in this case, we're talking about Tarzan. So this cast member, Tarzan, was nearby doing a meet and greet, and a little boy fell into the lagoon by Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh. Oh, no. Did you know about this? No. And so the mother screams in shock. The, uh, the Tarzan looks and without even thinking, jumps in and saves the day of this little boy. And he didn't want it to like throw off his character. So he said, keep boy safe. Tarzan, very brave. But everybody be, can be hero. <laughs> and the kid's bawling as he hands him to the mother. And it said the only sad part of this story is that nobody will believe that kid when he tells his friends that he did it because Tarzan swooped in to save him from his death. Really? Yeah. That is, that's a, that's a, like a live story. That's, but how cool is that yeah. that the guy thought, oh, I should stay in character. That is a real life story. That, yeah. That's awesome. I know. It was pretty cool. That's some reality TV stuff going on there. I just thought it was really cool. I mean, the fact that that guy thought, I better, I'm Tarzan. I better take care of this situation. Tarzan saved that person. That's right. So this story comes from another Disney employee during the summertime. He was apparently sitting next to a group of guys where Mickey and Minnie were apparently get dressed and come out, like come out by the, I guess the fence area where they would come out for the meet and greet. Okay. And I don't know if it was this person's handler, the character's handler or what, but there were the group of guys that were sitting out there when Minnie came out, they were catcalling on Minnie, like just being stupid. Right. And I guess Mickey had enough of it. And and like in a perfect Mickey voice, uh, apparently said, if if you look at my girlfriend again, I'm going to pop you. Oh, 
you know, could you, I read this one. <laughs> I could just hear it, right? <laughs> you look, you know, just but did, just Mickey saying it. Do you think that he got in trouble for that? Because he talked. Oh, I'm sure you can't. You can't talk. But it, if it's Mickey's voice, I don't know. That's funny. If you look at my girlfriend again, I'll pop you. That I mean, that was a good one for sure. So, a 38 year old cast member was killed at the Magic Kingdom in 2004 during the Share a Dream Come True parade. Do you know about this one? Uh, no. Okay. So it would go across the main central streets of the park, and then is what the or- Orlando Sentinel reported. Excuse me. The employee was dressed as Pluto. He got run over by the Beauty and Beli- the Beauty and the Beast parade. Me and my tongue's getting tied from all this. The Beauty and the Beast parade float ran over him and drug him, and the character died. So Whoa. again, they're not saying that he was pronounced dead on property, but he was killed. And this was in front of everyone. Correct. What year? Two thousand and four. Wow. Yep. They I said it was sad. I think that the kids watching thought it was, uh, you know, kind of a part of the deal. Like they were dra- dragging Pluto for a while, but then realized. So there was a large investigation that happened. Um, OSHA slapped Disney with some fines. And that is why they have to make sure that the employees are far away from the parade floats from now on so that no one gets underneath a float and the same sad thing happens. This cast member wrote in, and we all know this happens. You hear it all the time with families dumping their loved ones ashes in the haunted mansion ride they're at disneyland and disney world well this cast member says please 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 leave your cremated loved ones at home stop dumping them in the haunted mansion they just get vacuumed up and disposed of i know they said uh, i think i read the same one because it said something like uh the haunted mansion doesn't need a dustbuster. the haunted mansion needs a ghostbuster okay so epcot is home to weird tourist behavior uh, you know, a lot of people come there to drink around the world, and it, they, it doesn't take much. You don't have to drink from all 11 countries to get drunk. We know that. So there was a naval grad that was at Epcot. Excuse me. He had drank way too much than he should have, and he decided to go backstage. Well, as you and I both know, backstage is for employees only. But this 23-year-old, Austin Devon Hill, he figured he would waltz right in and steal a cargo work cart. So he punched an employee who tried to stop him from entering the backstage Then he punched another employee, tried to stop him from taking the cart, and then he hit a female employee in the face with a PVC pipe. If this were an action movie, that might be sort of cool, but instead he was a grown man at a park for children who had harmed three innocent people during a needless drunken mission just to get a cargo cart. And so it said, way to go, Mr. Hill. At least the kids at Epcot that day learned that dangers of drinking too many vodka slushes. So this came from a cast member in Disneyland's California Adventure. And this cast member went on to say that he was working a line. It doesn't say what line, though. But it just says he was working one of the lines and a group of Japanese teenage tourists. Did you read this one, Vicky? I don't think so. Okay. We're in, like, the front part of the line. Okay. And this cast member was walking up and down the line, and he could he can speak fluent Japanese, oh, so he no. was kind of listening in the conversations as he'd go to and from, right, back and forth. And he goes on saying that uh, the Japanese teens were saying things like, you know, to the effect of, you know, on TV, Americans seem so cool, but all these Americans that I've seen so far are fat and ugly. Oh no! And uh, they were laughing and, and and pointing at some of the uh, you know some of the guests walking by and stuff like that. So the cast member finally couldn't take uh, any more of it and walked up and to, talking to him. He did. 
and and uh and so did like another individual in the line also spoke perfect japanese behind them he said it was because it was comical because he went up to him and said be careful what you say because most americans speak fluent japanese so i guess he was trying to scare them right and then would you know it someone behind them actually knew japanese as well and seconded it and said yes we do oh no and uh as it's the story goes the cast member says the japanese teens were like mortified scared and they should have been and they 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 left the line they walked off. So That's I, hilarious. I find that funny, man. That is funny. I wouldn't... It's not what they call Americans. Like, whatever, dude. I've traveled the world. Right. And to be honest with you, as far as looks go, you know, we always hear all the time that Americans are fat and lazy. Right. Yada, yada, yada. It's everywhere. Yeah. So don't believe it. It really is. I think it, it is, is. It is everywhere. So, you, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Right. So anyway, I wish I was there. That would have been funny to see. Well, I always wish that somebody at the nail salon could... Uh, <laughs> read... Right, right. Talk to because you know those people are talking Don't about you wish. I would too if I worked there too, Vicky. You would laugh at me? No. Oh. I'd be talking about you. Oh. They they kill me though. They're laughing and you're like, okay, what's so funny? My clothes are funny. I look funny. You know. Nah. It just makes you self-conscious. So I think we pretty much ran out of time. This was a good episode. I got tons more. And so I know I you do have gonna, tons more. I think more. we're going to be able to do and at least... One or two more. Let's not do it next week. Let's okay. save it. I don't want to do too many we'll all in a row. It out. I think we kind of did that with the brackets. And um, I don't know. We got some we got to save a bracket. Maybe once a month or something like that. Yeah, not, we got some good feedback not, on the not brackets. Not every though. week. What's coming next on Monday? On Monday, I think I think we're gonna have uh, is Pixar. There, is your son coming on finally after three years of talking <laughs> about it? I think Joey's coming on to blow our mind with some Pixar Easter eggs and just general knowledge that he has about movies okay. that we don't. All right, outstanding. As always, listeners, this episode is brought to you by WaltExpress.com. Go ahead and check them out. Become a Disney expert. You can sign up for their deals, tips, info, and all things Disney. Check them out, WaltExpress.com. Also, you know, we're still taking texts, 407-674-0414. Trying to get new subscribers. We've had a lot come in so far. And just take a picture of your buddy, your family member, whoever it may be, subscribing to the Mousecapades podcast. Send that in, 407-674-0414. If you have a question, comment, or want to be the next guest on our show, you definitely can contact us at Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to book your next Disney vacation, why don't you contact us as well? Travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Vixter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades Podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.